Shalom Alchem, peace be upon you, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Today we're looking at this week's Torah portion, which is entitled Ki Tetzi, which means when you go forth, coming from the very first line of our Torah portion that says, When thou goes forth to war against thine enemies, and the Lord thy God hath delivered them into thy hands, and thou hast taken them captive. Today's portion is really about, I would say, morality. About how there's a certain way to treat even those you might capture in war. There's a certain way to live in a certain way, a certain standard that your society must have. Or it will inevitably fall to abominations. And we are all so familiar with that within our own society. Some of these are going to seem harsh. Maybe some of the punishments and some of the crimes may seem harsh. Um, But it's about ensuring a moral and upright society. It's about having a higher standard than most other cultures. Because if you do not, and you give a little here and give a little there before you know it, you have what we have now. In the United States of America. Perversity on every level. Wickedness on every level. Ungodliness on every level. Every imaginable filth. Not just tolerated, but celebrated. So these laws that God set forth for the nation state of Israel. They they had a purpose. And uh, so, anyway... We're going to be looking at that today. There's a huge warning here about gluttonness, drunkenness. There's laws here about how you are to treat your wife or wives, if you have multiple wives. How divorce is to be handled. All of these kind of things are addressed in today's portion, which runs from Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 10 to Deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 19. So, without further delay, allow me to read the portion to you, read this week's portion to you. And I pray it blesses you in the powerful name of Jesus. All right. Let's begin. We are in the King James Bible today, but we will read some Jewish commentary out of the Kamash uh, at some point. Let's begin. Deuteronomy 21 Starting with verse 10. When thou goest forth to war against thine enemies, and the Lord thy God hath delivered them into thy hands, and thou hast taken them captive, and seest among the captives a beautiful woman, and has a desire unto her, that thou wouldest have her to thy wife, then thou shalt bring her home to thine house, and she shall shave her head, and pare her nails, and she shall put the raiment of her captivity from off her, and shall remain in thy house, and bewail her father and her mother a full month. And after that thou shalt go in unto her, and be her husband, and she shall be thy wife. And it shall be, if thou have no delight in her, then thou shalt let her go whither she will, but thou shalt not sell her at all for money. Thou shalt not make merchandise of her, because thou hast humbled her. If a man have two wives, one beloved, 
and another hated. And they have borne him children, both the beloved and the hated. And if the firstborn son be of hers that was hated, then it shall be, when he maketh his sons to inherit that which he hath, that he may not make the son of the beloved first before the son of the hated, which is intended to the firstborn. But he shall acknowledge the son of the hated for the firstborn by giving them a double portion of all that he hath. For he is the beginning of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. If a man have a stubborn, rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and that when they have chastised him will not hearken unto them, then shall his father and his mother lay hold on him, and bring him unto the elders of the city, and unto the gates of his place. And they shall say unto the elders of the city, This is this our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. And all the men of the city shall stone him with stones that he die. So shalt thou put evil away from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. And if a man have committed a sin worthy of death, and he be put to death, and thou shalt hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night unto the tree, but thou shalt in any wise bury him that day. For he that is hanged is accursed of God, that, they, that thy land be not defiled, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance." All right, let's pause for a second. So you have the situation where you have a rebellious son, a rebellious child who's a glutton and a drunkard, even after being chastised, refuses to obey, to submit. They would bring him before the elders, and this child would be stoned to death. And it seems to us extremely harsh, and we think, why would God command such a thing and number two why would parents even bring their child before you know there's this thing in our country where in our society where we we almost where the parents almost worship the child do you know what I'm, you know what I'm getting at like where this where your spouse isn't your main priority your main, but it's everything is about the child and the parents are carrying all the things for the kid and it's just about making the kid happy at all times and this is why we are told in the New Testament that in the last days children would be disobedient to parents they have no respect for parents because parents haven't demanded respect for decades instead the children lead the parents around and boss the parents around and then they grow up to be adults, and when they don't get what they want, they do what you see all the time now. They throw a fit like toddlers, yet they're in their 20s and 30s and 40s, and even older. And it says right here, it says, So shall thou, when it says, All the men of the city shall stone him with stones that he die. The reason is, So shalt thou put evil away from among you. And all Israel shall hear and fear. It's about not tolerating any level of evil. It's about in order to maintain and keep a righteous and holy society, you have to deal with evil. You cannot permit it. You just cannot allow it. Notice that in the in God's law, there's no like jail time, 
right? It's like there's certain crimes that you either have to work until it's paid off and become like a slave to the person that you've wronged until you've paid the debt, or it's the death penalty. There is no, uh, you know, jail system, prison, industrial complex type thing going on. Here's what the commentary from the Kamash says. This is kind of like Jewish commentary on what, what this, what's going on here. And here's just a short paragraph. It says, parents, parents' love of God must supersede their, the love of their children. If the Torah commands it, they must be ready even to hand their son over to the court. Abraham was a prototype of such, such devotion when he bound Isaac on the altar. The message is clear. Unless a society has values that come above normal human emotions, that society will crumble, and children will become enemies of what their parents revere. There's so much wisdom in that statement. How many children have grown up to be enemies of the church, but, but grew up in Christian homes, or you see this over and over and over. And now look, we have a whole society that is enemies of everything that we love and revere because we've tolerated it. We've made it acceptable. So, while some of these things seem harsh, it is my belief that that is the reason for the harshness was because God wanted the Israelites to maintain a righteous and holy society and that any little dent could destroy the whole thing. It's kind of like Paul says a little bit of leaven, right? Destroys the whole loaf, like just a little bit of sin and you've demolished everything. All right. There's, there's, we could go on about that forever, but for the sake of time, because I'm already, I've already eaten up way more time than I would have liked. So I'm just going to read the rest of the Torah portion to you today without commentary. All right, chapter 22. Starting with verse 1 here. Thou shalt not see thy brother's ox or his sheep go astray and hide thyself from them. Thou shalt... Thou shalt in any case bring them again unto thy brother. And if thy brother not be nigh unto thee, or if thou know him not, then thou shalt bring it into thy own house. And it shall be with thee until thy brother seek after it, and thou shalt restore it to him again. In like manner, shalt thou do this with his ass, and shalt thou do this with his raiment, and with all lost things of thy brother's, which he lost. And thou hast found... Shall thou do likewise, thou mayest not hide thyself. Thou shalt not see thy brother's ass or his ox fall down by the way and hide thyself from them. Thou shalt surely help him to lift them up again. The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. If the bird's nest chance to be before thee in the way in any tree or on the ground, whether they be young ones or eggs or the dam sitting upon the young or upon the eggs, thou shalt not take the dam with the young. But thou shalt in any wise let the dam go 
and take the young to thee, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest prolong thy days. When thou buildest a new house, then thou shalt make a battlement for thy roof, that thou bring not blood upon thine house, if any man fall from thence. Thou shalt not sow thy vineyard with diverse seeds, lest the fruit of thy seed which thou hast sown and the fruit of thy vineyard be defiled. Thou shalt not plow with an ox and an ass together. Thou shalt not wear a garment of diverse sorts, as of a woolen and linen together. And shalt make thee fringes upon the four quarters of thy vesture, where thou, thou coverest thyself. If any man take a wife, and go in unto her, and hate her, and give occasion of speech against her, and bring up evil name upon her, and say, I took this woman, and when I came to her I found her not a maid, then shall the father of the damsel and the mother take and bring forth the tokens of the damsel's virginity unto the elders of the city of the gate. And the damsel's father shall say unto the elders, I gave my daughter unto this man to wife, and he hateth her. And lo, he hath given occasion of speech against her, saying, I found not thy daughter a maid, and yet these are the tokens of my daughter's virginity. And they shall spread the cloth before the elders of the city. And the elders of that city shall take that man and chastise him. And they shall immerse him in an hundred shekels of silver, and give them unto the father of the damsel, because he hath brought up an evil name upon a virgin of Israel. And she shall be his wife, and he may not put her away all his days. But if this thing be true, and the tokens of virginity be not found for the damsel, then they shall bring out the damsel to the door of the father's house, and the man of the city shall stone her, with stones that she die, because she hath wrought folly in Israel. To play the whore in her father's house, so shalt thou put evil away from among you. If a man be found lying with a woman married to a husband, then they shall both of them die, both the man that lay with the woman and the woman, so shalt put away evil from Israel. If a damsel that is a virgin be betrothed unto a husband, and a man find her in the city and lie with her, then they shall bring them both out unto the gate of the city, and ye shall stone them with stones that they die, the damsel because she cried not, being in the city, and the man because he hath humbled his neighbor's wife, so that thou shalt put away evil from among you. But if a man find a betrothed damsel in a field, and the man force her to lie with her, and lie with her, then the man only that lay with her shall die. But unto the damsel thou shalt do nothing, there is in the damsel no sin worthy of death, for as when a man rises against his neighbor and slayeth him, even so is this matter. Please note, what it's saying here is someone who were to rape his neighbor's wife, God views that the same thing as murder. And so there's no guilt for the victim, obviously. Verse 27. For he found her in the field, and he betrothed damsel cried, and there was none to save her. If a man find a damsel that is a virgin which is not betrothed, and lay hold on her, and lie with her, and they be found, then the man that lay with her shall give unto the damsel's father fifty shekels of silver, and shall be, and she shall be his wife, because he hath humbled her, and he may not put her away all his days. A man shall not take his father's wife, nor discover his father's skirt. That language there, and the King James does this, sometimes it'll say, uncover thy father's nakedness, or 
discover thy father's skirt. It's a picture of lying with your father's wife. Moving forward. Chapter 23. Verse 1. He that is wounded in stones or hath his privy member cut off shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. A bastard shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Even to his tenth generation shall he not enter into the congregation of the Lord. An Ammonite or a Moabite shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Even to their tenth generation they shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord forever. Because they met you not with bread and with water in the way when you came forth out of Egypt. And because they hired against thee Balaam the son of Boer of Pathor of Mesopotamia to curse thee. Nevertheless, the Lord thy God would not hearken unto Balaam, but the Lord thy God turned the curse into a blessing unto thee, because the Lord thy God loved thee. Thou shalt not seek their peace nor their prosperity all the days forever. Thou shalt not abhor the Edomite, for he is thy brother. Thou shalt not abhor the Egyptian, because thou wast a stranger in his land. The children that are begotten of them shall enter into the congregation of the Lord in the third generation. When the host goeth forth against thine enemies, then keep thee from every wicked thing. If there be among you any man that is not clean by reason of uncleanliness, that chances him by night, then shall he go abroad out of the camp, he shall not come within the camp. But it shall be when evening cometh, he shall wash himself with water, and when the sun is down, he shall come into the camp again. Thou shalt have a place also without the camp, whither, shalt, whither thou shalt go forth abroad. And thou shalt have a paddle upon thy weapon. And it shall be, when thou wilt ease thyself abroad, thou shalt dig therewith, and shalt turn back and cover that which cometh from thee. For the Lord thy God walketh in the midst of thy camp to deliver thee, and to give up thine enemies before thee. Therefore, Shall thy camp be holy, shall thy camp be holy, that he see no unclean thing in thee, and turn away from thee. Thou shalt not deliver unto his master the servant which is escaped from his masters unto thee. He shall dwell with thee, even among you, in that place which he shall choose in one of thy gates. Where it liketh him best, thou shalt not oppress him. There shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel, nor a sodomite of the sons of Israel. Thou shalt not bring the hire of a whore or the price of a dog unto the house of the Lord thy God for any vow. For even both of these are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not lend upon usury to thy brother, usury of money, usury of victuals, usury of anything that is lent upon usury. Unto a stranger thou mayest lend upon usury, but unto thy brother thou shalt not lend upon usury that the Lord thy God may bless thee in all that thou settest thine hand to do, hand to in the land, whither thou goest to possess it. When thou shalt vow a vow unto the Lord thy God, thou shalt not slack to pay it, for the Lord thy God will surely require it of thee, and it would be a sin in thee. But if thou shalt forbear to vow, it shall be no sin in thee. That which is gone out of thy gone out of thy lips, thou shalt keep and perform even a free will offering according as thou hast vowed unto the Lord thy God, which thou hast promised with thy mouth. When thou comest into thy neighbor's vineyard, then thou mayest eat grapes, they thy fill at thy own pleasure, but thou shalt not put any in thy vessel. 
when thou comest into the standing corn of thy neighbor, then thou mayest pluck the ears with thy hand, but thou shalt not move a sickle into thy neighbor's standing corn. Chapter 24 When a man hath taken a wife, and married her, and it come to pass that she find no favor in his eyes, because he hath found some uncleanliness in her, then let him write her a bill of divorcement, and give it to her hand, and send her out of his house. And when she is departed out of his house, she may go and be another man's wife. And if the latter husband hate her, and write her a bill of divorcement, and give it to her in her hand, and sendeth her out of the house, or if the latter husband die, which took her to be his wife, her former husband, which sent her away, may not take her again to be his wife after she is defiled. For that is an abomination before the Lord, and thou shalt not cause the land to sin, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. When a man hath taken a new wife, he shall not go out to war, neither shall he be charged with any business, but he shall be free at home one year, and shall cheer up his wife which he hath taken. No man shall take the nether or the upper millstone to pledge, for he taketh a man's life to pledge. If a man be found stealing any of his brethren, of stealing of any of his brethren of the children of Israel, and maketh merchandise of him, or selleth him, then that thief shall die, and thou shalt put evil away from among you. Take heed in the plague of leprosy, that thou observe diligently, and do according to all that the priest the Levite shall teach you. As I commanded them, so shall you observe and do. Remember what the Lord thy God did unto Miriam, by the way, after that ye were come forth out of Egypt. When thou dost lend thy brother anything, thou shalt not go into his house to fetch his pledge. Thou shalt stand abroad, and the man whom thou hast lend shall bring out the pledge abroad unto thee. And if a man be poor, thou shalt not sleep with his pledge. In any case, thou shalt deliver him the pledge again when the sun goeth down, that he may sleep in his own raiment, and bless thee, and it shall be righteousness unto thee before the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not oppress any hired servant that is poor and needy, whether he be of a brethren or of thy strangers that are in thy land within thy gates. At this day thou shalt give him his hire, neither shall the sun go down upon it, for he is poor and setteth his heart upon it. Lest he cry against thee unto the Lord, and it shall be a sin unto thee. The fathers shall not put to death the children, neither shall the children put to death for the fathers. Every man shall be put to death for his own sin. Thou shalt not pervert the judgment of the stranger, nor of the fatherless, nor take the widow's raiment to pledge. But thou shalt remember that thou was abandoned in Egypt, and the Lord thy God redeemed thee hence. Therefore I command thee to do this thing. When thou cuttest down thy harvest in any field, and thou hast forgotten a sheaf in the field, thou shalt not go again to fetch it. It shall be for the stranger, for the fatherless, and for the widow, that the Lord thy God may bless thee in all the work of thy hands. When thou bestest thine, eye, thine olive tree, thou shalt not go over to the baths again. It shall be for the stranger, for the fatherless, and for the widow. When thou gatherest the grapes of thy vineyard, Thou shalt not glean it afterwards, it shall be for the stranger, for the fatherless, and for the widow. And thou shalt remember that thou was a bondman in the land of Egypt before I commanded you to do this thing. If there be a controversy between men, 
and they come in the judgment that the judges may judge them, then they shall justify the righteousness, the righteous and condemn the wicked. And it shall be, if the wicked men be worthy to be beaten, that the judge shall cause him to lie down, and to be beaten before his face, according to his faults, by a certain number. Forty stripes he may give him, and not exceed. Lest if he should exceed, and beat him above these with many stripes, then thy brother should seem vile unto thee. Thou shalt not muzzle the ox when he treadeth out the corn. If brethren dwell together, one of them die, and have no child, the wife of the dead shall not marry without unto a stranger. Her husband's brother shall go in unto her, and take her to him, to wife, and perform the duty of a husband's brother unto her. And it shall be that the firstborn which she bears shall succeed in that name of his brother's which is dead, that his name be not put out of Israel. And if the man like not to take his brother's wife, then let his brother's wife go to the gate to the elders, and say, My husband's brother refuses to raise up unto his brother a name in Israel. He will not perform the duty of my husband's brother. Then the elders of the city shall call him and speak unto him, and if he stand to it and say, I like not to take her, then shall his brother's wife come unto him in the presence of the elders, and loose his shoe from off his foot, and spit in his face, and he shall answer and say, So shall it be done unto the man that will not build up his brother's house. And this name shall be called in Israel, the house of him that hath his shoes loosed. When men strive together one with another, and the wife of one draweth near to deliver her husband out of the hand of him that smiteth him, and he put forth her hand and taketh him by secrets, then thou shalt cut her hand, cut off her hand, thine eyes shall have no pity on her. Thou shalt not have any thou shalt not have in thy bag diverse weights, great and small. Thou shalt not have in thy house diverse measures, great and small, but thou shalt have a perfect and just weight. A perfect and just measure shalt thou have, that the days be lengthened in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. For all that do such things, and all that do unrighteously, are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. Remember that Amalek did unto thee by the way when they were come forth out of Egypt. How he met them by the way, and smote the hens most of thee, even all that were feeble behind thee, when thou wast faint and weary, and feared not God. Therefore it shall be, when the Lord thy God have given thee rest from all thy enemies round about, in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance to possess it, thou shalt blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven, thou shalt forget it. And that, my friends, is the end of this week's Parsha, this week's Torah portion. I pray in the powerful name of Jesus and the powerful name of Yeshua that you've been blessed this morning and been given some food for thought. Remember, I really believe that the, the crux of the whole thing is about not allowing your society to descend into wickedness. It's about keeping that evil out of thy gates, out of thy land. That's what it's about. Because to fail to do so leads to just abominable things. Leads to complete uh, desecration of everything righteous and holy within your culture. As I've mentioned before, as we unfortunately see now. 
Alright. Peace and grace be with all of you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again next week. God bless.